Hey, everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the malarkey to my winters. Chris. Yes, and that is from Band of Brothers. I have been watching it. Oh, wow. That's I've never seen show. it before, man. Oh, and really? Congratulations. Wow. Good on you for getting around to it eventually. Yeah, dude. I was, it, like, I was like, before I get rid of this HBO thing, <laughs> what do I need to watch? Dude, I, I am... Like, Band Go of ahead, Brothers, ahead. of course, and it is it is not disappointing. Great. Dude, it's like every episode is like a mini Saving Private Ryan. Great choice, great choice. I have three things to say. First of all, it's probably been a decade uh, since I've seen it, but I remember how amazing it was. Secondly, speaking of HBO, I am knee deep in Barry. Love Bill Hader. Absolutely love the show. Uh, I've never two. seen it, so I'm just give, that's why I'm giving it. A, eh. And I forgot my number three. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> It wasn't that important. Okay. It wasn't that important. It had oh, did you watch House of Dragons? No, no I haven't started. Yeah, I'm so, you know me. I'm so behind on TV right now. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not ready for it yet. There hasn't been enough. There hasn't been enough time in between. I might be more excited about the Lord of the Rings thing on Prime, right? Yeah, yeah, Prime. Yeah. By the way, don't watch Paper Girls. I started it, and I'm like, oh, boy, this is not good. <laughs> Maybe not if you since you haven't read the comics, you might like it, but I have, and I was like, this is and I don't mind them restructuring the the story from the comic. That doesn't bother me. It's just there's something about it that I'm I can't quite put my finger on that I'm is just that, like Is that DC? Yeah. No, it was an image book. Oh, gotcha. Um yeah. Good old image. Good old image. Anyways, um we are amazing fantasy football. Uh by the way, Chris, I'm doing all right. How you doing, Josh? Uh, <laughs> doing just fine. Uh, we are here to do some tips and tricks this week because drafts are happening. And Already. we figured all y'all would like some last minute tips and tricks. Some of these are going to be rehashed from like last year. I didn't go back and listen to last year's show because so busy. So, so busy with work. Yep. Um, we're dead on time, but I'll be honest. We were both uh, rushing a little. But, uh, no, my notes are solid. The tips are solid. Um, it's the right time of year to do this. Do you want to tease next week? Next week is blank? Uh, a form of, how would you put it, rankings? No, it's not rankings. We're going to do a round. Uh, I know. Pick. I'm not going to shower before it. I'll be pretty plenty <laughs> of rank. <laughs> we're going to do you. You did, you did. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do a basically a pick by pick mock. What I mean by pick by pick, we will pause for a second, meaning me and Josh will be human, and we'll pick our nose. Yeah, so we won't have a thirty second or a ninety second clock. So we'll have a minute to say a, a, a few sentences on said player, uh, basically giving our de facto rankings, uh, consensus de facto rankings in, in that regard. So tune in, man. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Um, Says you, know, you. You're not the one that has to edit it. <laughs> Let's be quick. Like in bed. Amen. All right, Chris. So let's, uh, you like to kick us off with the news. Let's go with some news. All right. Uh, let's, I'm going to start off with some of the bigger uh, news and then we'll go on from there. Uh, Tyron Smith, the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, tore his hamstring off the bone. He's out indefinitely. Ew. There's a term for that medical term. I didn't have time to look it up. Uh, I believe uh, the medical uh, term is ouch. All right. Avulsion? Avulsion. I think it's with a V as in victory. Avulsion, maybe? Anyway, that's what happened. 
This guy's been hurt a lot. It's been back. I mean, he's a, even at this age, he's a physical specimen of a guy. Anyway, it, it relates to fantasy, obviously, with the running. That way, he doesn't have game. a hamstring. Yeah, right. Uh, this uh, obviously affects fantasy as far as the running in game and passing game of the Dallas Cowboys, a vaunted offense that we're, uh, you know, at least were somewhat excited about. Speak for um, yourself. I, I mean, I have a tab, but we'll, we'll move on. I, I don't need to quote anything there. What position did he play again? Left tackle. Uh, uh, may I remind yeah, you, this, the this important is, tackle, of course. Uh, oh, dude, he's a, he's a first battle Hall of Fame or all pro. Let's be clear, uh, but he's been hurt a lot the last few years. Uh, may I remind folks at home they took Tyler Smith with their first overall pick. Oh, just for, I'm going to say Boise State. I forgot his school. Might have been Nevada. I forgot. Point is, he is pretty heralded. He was slotted to start at left guard, meaning he's uh, similar to Tyron Smith. They want to put him at a guard and work him outside over the next year or so. So, <laughs> well, it sounds well, like it's yeah. going to be this year, not next year. Well, uh, you know, I I have no. Anyways, new- that's, 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 let's move on. Going. I have no news on that. Uh, Mayor, uh, there was one last thing on that, Josh. Oh yeah, the guy that got picked up by the uh, uh, Jets. He's off the board. Uh, Dwayne Brown, right? So. Yep. That's out of the cards. Okay, onward. Uh, Darren Waller is still injured. He is becoming uncertain for week one. thought that was worthy mm-hmm. mentioning in, around draft time. Uh, I'm sure we all probably saw it on Twitter or live or on YouTube or whatever. Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, what would you call him, an edge rusher for the Giants, sprained his MCL. He is getting a second pinion. The term uh, no significant damage to the knee has been used. Also, no significance to fantasy football. The Panthers made it official announcing quarterback Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Um, yeah. Okay. Other, how does that, okay. Well, how does that make other, you feel about on the other? How does that make you feel about uh, DJ Moore and like Robbie Anderson, you know, CMC, that sort of thing. To answer quickly. And from my gut, I'm still worried about DJ Moore. I'm the guy who really? traded him away in the off season. You know, he's kind of a, to be fair, he's kind of a perennial high-end wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver one, right? About 1,000 yards, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of where he lands. So he's been pretty consistent with bad quarterback. I just have these visions of Baker and o- Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis and just lack of excitement in fantasy production. So I'm worried still. I think that DJ, I've said this in the past and I firmly believe it. I think that DJ Moore is probably the best wide receiver teammate that Baker Mayfield has ever had. That's, oh no, Beckham I is not a, is, is not a teammate. He is, he is a throw me the ball. Why aren't you throwing me the well, ball? Also, he's, he's probably more in his heyday. He was probably more talented than DJ Moore. Heyday, hard to say, exactly hard, hard to go. say, but he was not doing anything to help along a young quarterback either. So I and from what I've heard from about DJ Moore talking about his quarterbacks, you know, he's been encouraging, not discouraging. Oh, he's always been not. quiet. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't come off like a diva, like a lot of wide receivers. Exactly, do. exactly. Uh, but I and will Robbie, say, Robbie Anderson, same thing. I will say this: at the height of his powers, Odell Beckham Jr. was a better player. But that height of his powers only lasted a couple few years, honestly. Like it, if was that a flash of the pan, if 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 yeah, bias. Anyway, let's stick with the Panthers for a moment. Uh, Panthers rookie quarterback Matt Corral has a Liz Frank injury that is likely season-ending per coach Matt Rule. I think it. I think they came out and said it was official now, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I feel kind of bad. I think in our, our dynasty chat, I was like, "Hey, keep an eye on uh, 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 Riddle and uh, Corral." I, Ritter, Ritter, thank you, uh, and Corral. And I had missed the news until this point. Uh, let's go 
back to quarterbacks real quick on the other coast. Uh, Pete Carroll for the Seattle Seahawks says oh, we're going to take all the time we need to choose a quarterback. Are because we surprised? They don't have a, because they don't have a good one. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, we have two QB1s. You know you have two QB nuns. <laughs> there we go. Let's uh, stick with Seattle for another bullet point here. Pete Carroll said Rashad Penny has COVID-19 and will miss Friday's game. Very minor symptoms and should be back with the team soon. Moving on. Uh, report. Uh, running back Daryl Williams could be cut or traded. That's the Arizona Cardinals, you know, backup, if you want to put it that way. Did you roll your eyes on that one? No, I said, I said, eh, okay. A little concerning, yeah. Uh, I, Matt, a little bit. I'm trying to downplay it, all right? Just just settle down, all right? Yeah. Just just I mean, move along, move along. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur, head coach, Green Bay Packers, calls Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon running backs 1A and 1A. They're two of the premier backs in our league. In my opinion, they can do anything. Uh, the Raiders plan to release. That was Matt early. LaFleur, not you, by the way. I said Matt just, LaFleur. I know, but I'm just oh. clarifying. That's all. The Raiders plan to release uh, veteran Josh running Jacobs. back Kenyon Drake, per oh. source. Uh, Baltimore, let's stick with running back that, for a minute here. That was here. me, by the way. That was the source. Oh, no. I, just re- I just retweeted it, but yeah. I, I don't have, I have the tab open if it's if we need to dig deeper. I think it was Schefter that I originally retweeted it from. But anyways. I, I'm just saying, I wasn't sure if it's beat reporter or if it was confirmed, but it seems like that's going to happen. Uh, Baltimore uh, placed uh, Gus Edwards on Pup, so he will miss weeks one through four. Stick with running backs for another moment. Ron Rivera. Wait, is that is that for sure that he's going to start the season on the pup? Like yeah. the actual regular season? No, I think they 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 have done placed him on. They have done placed him. Where was I raised? Goodness gracious. Texas. They have they, <laughs> they have placed him on the uh, pup. So yes, he's slated to miss one through four. As far as I remember, the pup rules. Uh, that's that's. But, I mean, it's still preseason, right? And so that he can still come off at it at any time, right? No, I think they're reaching the point of no return where they have to place oh, him on pup. I gotta look this up, man. It's, I gotta look, right. I'm gonna add to the list of objective versus subjective, and you know, how to sp- <laughs> and how to spell hippopotamus. We might so. get to it by the end of the season, folks. Stay tuned. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Ron Rivera on if running back Antonio Gibson will be the team's top kick returner this season. You still yeah. need to see some more uh, quote. You still need to see some more stuff, but you know, I think he is. I do. I think he's done a nice job. Close quote for whatever that's worth. Moving on. Kyle. How Shannon, do you, okay. Whoa, 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 do you whoa. want to touch on it? You want to touch on it? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we need to talk about this. How do you really feel about Antonio Gibson? So last week in our um, QB early draft that we mock draft that we did, he went in like the third round. I do. How can you draft it before like the fifth? My answer is it entirely depends on what round. It entirely depends on ADP. I will say this much. He has been a running back one both first years of his career, and he's gotten 1,000 yards rushing, if I'm not mistaken, both years of his career. So part of me, part of the pendulum is the pendulum is partially swinging back for me where it's like we are just bearing, and I say we because I have been also. We are just bearing this guy. If he makes it to the fifth, yeah, I don't know, man. I might have to sign up for that. Um, but right now, really? yeah, to better answer your question, on one side, I'm concerned. On the other side, I got to see where this guy falls to. He's in the he's going at 57 now, so that would be right at the end of the fifth, right behind Ceh and ahead of and ahead of J.K. Dobbins. Now, what's wrong with you people? Great about Dobbins. Well, maybe now with the uh, Gus Edwards news, I I think if Dobbins misses any time, it's going to be like a week. Who else they have besides Dobbins and Gus? Gus is going to miss Mike Davis. 
Oh, good call. I had forgotten about that signing completely. Onward mm-hmm. and upward. Uh, Kyle Shanahan told reporters that running back Elijah Mitchell is on track to return week one versus Chicago. Chiching. Whether he'll start and play a full slate of carries and touches, I couldn't tell you. Uh, where are we here? Beat Rider, uh, Jets, uh, Michael Carter, still the RB1 for the Jets. Beat reporter. Fluff. Yeah. <laughs> I told you there was a couple. Uh, Drake London, knee, still not practicing. This is Thursday. Still not practicing Thursday. Let's stick with some rookie wide receivers here. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks misses practice on Thursday. More rookie receivers. The Lions are moving rookie wide receiver Jameis Williams to the reserve NFI list per source. This was always the plan for Williams, the first-round pick who suffered a torn ACL in January's national championship game. The hope is he'll be ready to play around. He's a long-term play. He's That's a dynasty season. for fantasy football, and he's a long-term play oh, for real oh, NFL football. Oh, oh quick. I, I saved this. I didn't text or share it in any of the league chats. Uh, speaking of the Lions and receivers, have you seen Amon Ross St. Brown without his shirt on? Careful there, Chris. Might want to turn a fan on. <laughs> Might want to turn a fan on. Right. Settle down there, buddy. Settle oh, I'm a, down. I'm a fan, buddy. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> woo. woo! No, dude, he is built like a Greek god. And may I remind you, his brother is an NFL player also. And do you know who his dad was? Is his dad a NFL player too? Uh, not a bad guess. I don't blame you for going in that direction, but no. No, not at all. Some sort of sportsman. He was a former two-time Miss... Mr. Olympia. Olympian? Olympia. Bodybuilding. Close enough to a sportsman. Hence why his sons are you know, chiseled from stone. It, it was redonkulous, dude. I was like, oh my goodness. Careful. Careful there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just settle down. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, a little bit more receiver stuff here. Uh, Michael Gallup is doing well. As it stands now, he won't. No, that's st- good. Uh, did he, he get a Christmas card from him or something? No, he won't start on <laughs> Pup. I mean, he can play within the first four games of the season. Again, that could still mean he's missing week one, maybe week two, but they don't see him missing week four, for lack of a better way to put it, right? He could, so. he could still miss the first four weeks. He's though. been running routes. He's been running routes. No, not with the team, but on the side. So have I. That doesn't mean I'm any good. Sir, you don't have time or energy to run your routes. That was a lie. I'm running a bus route, all right? Uh-huh, and by running, yeah. I mean sleeping through a bus route. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sh- anyway, uh, Chargers wide receiver Josh Palmer is in the concussion protocol. Um, more receiver stuff. Uh, the Giants have activated st- wide receiver Sterling Sharp off the pup list. He's been recovering from a torn Achilles. Yes, that's how I say it. And is now ready to practice another receiver added Did to the mix. Sterling Shepard? Hmm? I believe you said Sharp. It sounded like you said Sharp. Did I really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what, if the Giants had Sterling Sharp. Sterling, be... Sterling, Sh- Sterling Shepard, to be, to be clear. To be clear. Right? Sterling Shepard, wide receiver for the New York Giants. I don't know who Sterling Sharp is, and nor am I going to look it up now. He's Shannon Sharp's brother that used to play for the Packers. In my face. And was amazing. All right, in my face, okay? Let's move along. Uh, Rams, uh, to keep an eye on Stafford's arm all year. Moving on. How concerned are you about this, Chris? Stafford? Not at all right now. I I think he's a a veteran quarterback. I think you're going to give him the rest he needs. I mean, I guess I'd be interested in the backup might be just to play it safe, but I don't think they have anybody worthy. Maybe I'm wrong. No one's worthy when it comes to Matt Stafford. Amen. Uh, Baltimore tight end Isaiah Likely. Likely to play significant snaps. Yeah, he's a rookie tight end. I don't care. He is, but they're. Uh, I think they're going to run two tight end sets on the reg. 
And Guess been... who got him for free in Dynasty? I was about to say, this and guy, uh, you know, guy. take a stab in Dynasty. Uh, uh, they are known for uh, cultivating tight ends. Clearly. Actually, I think I put it in like a $2 bid because I was like, well, I better pay something for it. I mean, I'm not going to say you can insert any tight end into Baltimore's offense, especially, you know, pre-Jackson, post-Jackson. You can make that argument. However, they have a long list of cultivating and even signing free agent tight ends and being really Name them. Uh, well, they had uh, Sterling Sharp for a while. He had won a Super Bowl with them. Um, what was that guy? Oh, I'm going to forget. Todd Heap. Thank you. Nailed it, sir. Um, you know, back in the day, Ozzie Newsome, he's their GM, I believe. I think mm. technically he was a Browns tight end, but Browns became the Ravens, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Hayden Hurst. Um, Another good one. Yep. Austin Hooper. I always get those two confused. I think Hayden Hurst was critical. I don't think Hooper ever played for him. Who did he play? Oh, did he start Browns. with the, the Falcons? Falcons went to... I don't remember. I get those two confused. Anyways, okay, let's, let's move along here. They're this isn't working out the way I was hoping. <laughs> Washington activated tight end Logan Thomas from the active slash physically unable to perform list. And right. the commanders are moving Chase Young, a defensive player, to reserve pup, meaning he will miss at least the first four games. And that's the news. He tore his ACL last year. Yep. There you go. That's the news, folks. Hmm. Did you did you talk about um, Devonta Smith reportedly eating more and bulking up this offseason? Or did you talk about how Darren Waller leaves clutch? I'm just reading this stuff off the side of Fantasy Pros. <laughs> Literally. <you laughs> That's talk all about, I'm doing. You want to talk about fluff? <laughs> it sounds like Devonta's trying to fluff up. So that sounded like bad. Anyway, I'm hoping you're talking about pillows when you say that. <laughs> I was talking about getting fluffy, getting getting fatter. Yeah, so we're just gonna stop there. You want to go yeah, first? Let's or me? just stop. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're onto the tips and trips segment where we're definitely not talking about just the tip. Anything fluffy? Oh man, <sighs> not just the tip. Tips My and tricks. No, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> just stop. My first tip. And trick, we really should have went over this before we started, but um, we didn't. So here we go. <laughs> Bear Fire with away. us, folks. So this Fire is going to go downhill quick. Have uh, my first one is to have a good team balance. Team balance should include players from a variety of teams. Bills Mafia, looking at you. Don't just draft all your Bills players, but have players from multiple teams. Um, that sounds really obvious, but. You know, if you have all players from one team and the team has a bad week, well, you're going to have a bad week. But also, the balance means a good balance between wide receivers and running backs. Uh, my, I prefer to lean kind of more towards running back on that. Think like a, a six to five a running back to wide receiver ratio, maybe even more than that. Um, and also, and here's the where it, here's where it really comes is a good mix of safe and reliable players slash boom bust players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't want all boom bust because if they all bust in the same week you're toast. But you also don't want all safe players because then you're just gonna be, you might be middle of the pack and maybe you can ride that to a playoff. But you're probably not gonna win any playoff games by just having a safe and reliable team. You want a nice mix. That way your reliable players are gonna help you if your boom bust players all bust on the same week, and mm -hmm. you're still gonna maybe edge out a victory. When the when the boom bust players boom, 
you're looking at like a winning the week sort of score, you know, like mega points. Um, what do you, you know, like what else do you have to add to that, Chris? I just think it's a really good thing to have. Like, so when I'm talking about safe players, I'm talking about like a Keenan Allen, a Mike Evans, um, like a Dalvin cook, you know, like Dalvin cooks, pretty safe running back. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to get the majority of the team's touches. Same with like, um, I, I guess you can call Derek Henry a, a, a reliable back. He's probably yeah. not going to put up, yeah. he's probably not going to be scoring, you know, 20 plus points per game this year, just given his age and usage, but he's going to put up probably a solid stat line almost every week. Um, this is versus the, uh, the, the, I, and I called these guys the, the boom bust players. Your Mike Williams, this is your Antonio Gibson's because uh, Antonio Gibson was kind of boom bust last year. DK sorry, Metcalf. Who was the first name again, sir, real quick? Mike, Mike Williams. Williams, not Evans. Makes sense. Makes yep. 100% sense. So if you pair the mics together, Mike Evans and Mike Williams, you get safety and you also get a real high, you get a real high ceiling too with Mike or with Mike Williams there. You know? Correct. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I have to add to that, I've got some long bullet points, but a couple of short ones too. I want to add this one short bullet point to it. Um, my a piece of advice, my tip slash trick is I tend to lean a little more safe with my top wide out if it's a full PPR. Uh, I just think there's a real nice floor with volume and, or you know possession receivers such as Deontay, mm-hmm. my hands aren't Stone Johnson, uh, Tiggins, Devontae Adams is going to have a ton of targets for Vegas. And Mike Evans, the previously mentioned Mike Evans. Uh, Stefan Diggs is pretty pretty safe uh, uh, wide res- wide perfect. receiver one to have on your team. Perfect, perfect you know? volume. Just you know they're going to get a hundred. I don't know, hundred fifty plus targets easily. Somewhere uh, between one thirty and one seventy. You know, like somewhere in there. That's one. I know the average is out to one fifty. But I'm sure, still. Deontay had one hundred sixty nine targets last year. Granted, I his guess. catch rate was pretty bad because of drops and his quarterback. Drops. Quarterback. Um, yeah, that's but that's I all mean, I had to good. add to that. Um, I could go again real quick with uh, with another salient point if you're all finished up. Well, uh, we'll be the judge of how salient it really is. <laughs> right at the end of the day. Um, let's go with wait on QP. I know this is a, this horse is dead. Ah, that's my last one. So go keep you start and I'll, and I'll finish. I know this horse is dead, but I wanted to kick it a couple more times. Um, first <laughs> and I'll be there to, re- to resurrect it and then kill it and eat it some more. There you go. For some context, uh, Aaron Rodgers has won two MVPs in a row, and you know where he finished each season fantasy-wise? Third and six. Actually, I think he finished decent. as a quarterback, Chris. Well, as quarterback three and quarterback six. Uh, and particularly last year, quarterback six. And eh, quarterback three is pretty worthy of, you know, I suppose a high pick if you want to do that. But, you know, we don't want Aaron Rodgers. We want, you know, kind of the next Aaron Rodgers or the next Ryan Tannehill. May I remind you, Ryan Tannehill finished seventh in 2020. Not so much last year, but hey, that's why you got to pivot. How'd that work out for you last year, Chris? Horribly. Um, Joe Burrow burst on the scene last year. Stafford was a great value last year. Not sure what his ADP was, but I'm pretty sure it was darn near double digits. I think it was like eighth, ninth round. Uh, Also, you can find great value in later rounds from running quarterbacks. So remember, you don't want Herbert or Mahomes or Josh Allen. You want the next one. You want the next bargain or the next diamond in the rough. Jalen, not Jalen Hurts, but uh, like you're Justin Fields. Because Jalen Hurts is going in like the fifth or sixth. Yeah. So that's not not value. Hurts last year, maybe. Maybe. He kind of rose last year. I think it was last year was fine getting him late. It would, but even then, he was like a seventh round. Like he wasn't that late, but still, seventh sure. is better than so, better than uh, Dak or Herbert or. So here's what here's what I have to say. 
we did a we did there's a reason why i had us do a qb early uh mock draft last week for this very point chris mm-hmm. um last week we i took the i had the 105 you took the 106 and i drafted a quarterback in the third round i took patrick mahomes with the 305 and so here's some guys i could have had instead of patrick mahomes and i know some of them you're not in on but just you know mike evans leonard fournette cam Akers, zeke Tiggins, Terry McLaurin, or Darren Waller. That's the, those are the those are the picks to round out the rest of the third round. There. I mean, obviously, you Me- took meaning Mike player, Evans meaning right skill position me. players that were still on the board that you could have taken yeah. in lieu of quarterback. I mean, come on, Mike Evans, Zeke, Tiggins. I mean, say what you want, think what you want about Leonard Fournette, but the guy's been solid pretty much ever since that that um, Super Bowl run for Tampa Bay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yes. Darren Waller, yes. we talked about, you know, being a little injured right now. So maybe not him in the third, but you know, this was last week. That's relatively week, recent so. news. I mean, I understand yeah. he's been hurt, but we were, we were thinking it was nothing. Now, Can you at least agree with, uh, with Mike Evans, Lenny, Absolutely. uh, Zeke Tiggins, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe Terry, maybe Terry McLaurin. Um, I have no idea why Cam Akers is going in the third round. I have none whatsoever. I Over think people are insane. Yeah, I agree with almost yeah. all those names. Maybe not Akers, but I have some other. Yeah, I have some okay, so there. here's what here's what the here's who you took. Chris, you took a quarterback in the fourth round because you're a jerk and didn't want to just take Herbert in the third round. But uh, that's okay. It actually that, no, it actually it actually was worked out okay. Turn, was I not on the turn? I know you were right after me. Oh, gotcha. Um. These are guys that you could have had later in the fourth round. And some of these guys I would have picked in the I would still be happy getting in the third round. You could have had Etienne, who I drafted right after you. you could have had Brees Hall, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. Some, here's some guys you might not be in on. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, J.K. Dobbins, Dalton Schultz. Now you like your Cowboys. Those are all guys that went in the after the after your pick in the fourth round. I mean, this hey, is why you this is why you skip quarterback early. To have those guys say what you will about Schultz, say what you will about Dallas, but tight end is hard. A good tight end is hard. I love Dalton Schultz this year. I think it's great. I think think I'm warming up. I think I'm warming up, but I won't go there just yet. Uh, But no, Um, I'd rather. So here's and and I ended up going kind of a zero wide receiver direction in that draft just because of how it panned out and everything like that. I also took a tight end early in the second round. Um, So my wide receivers were a little weak on paper. But I could have had I could have given up Mike or Patrick Mahomes and get Mike Evans every day of the week. I'll do that. But then I could have turned around and gotten Aaron Rodgers or Matthew Stafford in the ninth over Melvin Gordon, or in the tenth I could have taken Kirk Cousins over Kadarius Tony. I mean, I'll go tenth round instead of Kadarius Tony and having Mike Evans, Mike having a lineup of Mike Evans and Kirk Cousins, and I think I had Dalvin Cook and. Uh, do who was my second Saquon Barkley you know like I would have had a pretty solid team right there man my wide receivers didn't end up like I didn't hate him but I was not I was a little weak in the stomach when I look at him you know like I was like yeah there's potential but you know I feel better if I would have you know like that just things like that and this obviously comes with the caveat comes with the caveat of of this this rule does not apply for super flex or two QB leagues it's only for one QB leagues you know, of course, um, of course. There's, there's one more caveat too, which I, we can lead into my next point, but go ahead, Chris. I was just going to add, um, I'm not sure whom I have in front of whom, but uh, I'm throwing uh, Derek Carr right in there with cousins. Those are probably the two most 
nope. targeting not guys that's, that's that, I, that I'm looking at. I, I expect again a ton of volume in uh, uh, Vegas, and um, yeah, I think I think a car is a good quarterback and lots Monte's of short there. passes. Let's uh, touch on something that's kind Hold of. Up. I got something to lead into. Oh, go ahead. So, Sorry, I thought you were done. Hmm? So with the the QB thing, this kind of rolls into a giant umbrella bullet point that I have. Um, if if you know, you have to kind of stay a little fluid. You have to be flexible in your draft because if if teams start to, if you're in one of those leagues where people are starting to draft a second quarterback, you should never draft a second quarterback in a in a one quarterback league. But if teams are doing that, you can't control what other people do. Then you need to start thinking about drafting a quarterback earlier than you are normally do. And that leads to my point of don't pigeonhole yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, don't walk into a draft with a with a hard and fast battle plan. You know, something like I'm going to draft a running back in the first round. Hell or high water. I'm drafting running back first round. You know, like if. In your first six picks, they're all running backs. Draft Justin Jefferson or, or Cooper Cup. There's nothing wrong with having one of the top two consensus top two wide receivers on your team over a running back in the first round. Hit running back hard later on in the draft. You know, sure. like, um, or say you're at the end of the second round or at the end of the first round, and all the wide receivers and running backs that you really thought you had a chance at getting are gone. Draft Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. Having having that type, having that positional advantage is huge in fantasy football, huge. You know, like I just think that people need to open up to end of the first, maybe start thinking about tight end if you don't like what's sitting there. You know, agreed, agreed. I, I it's I can't keep knocking, I can't keep beating this drum enough. Like it's just having that is so much better than saying well i i guess i'm gonna i guess i have to take um i don't know sorry give me one second here i guess i have to take javante williams here or even worse i guess maybe i have to take james connor you know like that's a little early but still in the like, neighborhood yeah i don't want javante williams in the, in the first sorry i don't even want him in the second anymore but i just like he don't loves melvin gordon and he will never give it up Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. So on that note, let's transition to me. (laughs) Desert you. Never Um, gonna get you high. Never gonna say goodbye. So I'm going to phrase mine a little different. Uh, It's called read the room. Uh, But generally the same point. Uh, We've had on this plenty the the last couple of months, but I want to reiterate. For example, if your league mates take a quarterback early, like Josh was saying, and they all take two of them. It's time to grab one earlier than usual. If you see a huge one on wide receivers, even though it's an immensely deep position, go get your guy. Maybe you're on the turn. Maybe you need, maybe you want Chase, maybe whoever it may be. Uh, and lastly, I'll say this, uh, but it can also mean zigging with another zag. Again, like Josh said, stay fluid, read the room. If you wanted an early round tight end so you didn't have to play the tight end roulette game all year, like Josh said, but some Chiefs fan, looking at you, RWC, takes Kelsey fifth overall, then Andrews goes right after him, then another tight end, it might be time to punt on tight end and go grab those running backs or receivers or whatnot. Read the room. You've dra- Hopefully yep. you've been in the league a couple years. You've drafted with a couple of your buddies. You can kind of make some of these uh, adjustments mid-draft. Uh, again, just remain fluid. Read the room. Don't set it in stone. But yeah, wait on quarterback if you can. <laughs> 
that kind of leads to my next point of like, get your boy, you know, like Mm -hmm. if there's a guy out there that you really want on your team, but he's not at the top of the pre-populated draft list that whatever site you use is there, you know, like if you don't think he's going to make it back to you around to your next pick, grab him, grab him around early. You know, you say you love him on Ross St. Brown, like Chris apparently does now, you know, you know, like grab him now. Don't, don't wait and don't, try to be like oh he'll be there the next round and then all of a sudden he's gone you know like get your guy say you don't say you don't like josh jacobs and you but you like elijah more more better than getting elijah more don't 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 feel like you need to take another guy because he's on that list higher than your guy you know say you know if you're if you're uh in my example say i'm i am a colts fan and it's like the 10th round and, you know, every mock draft I've done, Naeem Hines is going in like the 12th. Well, we're in we're in kind of crapshoot territory anyways. So I'm going to get my guy. I want to I want a Colts player on my team. You know, why not shoot for Hines? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like how like I'm not saying draft guys on the teams that you like. But what I am saying is if you are really into a specific player. Get him. Get like you know. Do a little reach. A little reach for him. Not a big reach. Little reach. Mm-hmm. You know, around maybe around a half. Some people may be like, "Why are you drafting him here early?" Like because I want him on my team. You know, and then tell him to piss off. You know, well, like and hey, in the beginning of the draft, I'd say first couple rounds. I mean, if you're talking, you're you're five picks different than the consensus. You're five picks different than Tom oh yeah, Dick, that's nothing. Then top of the carry, you, you reach, reach a half around. Like, well, if you're five picks different than us, you're wrong, but still, you know, just say, of course. <laughs> um, what do I have up next here? Uh, this is a little more, I guess you could say specific. Uh, I like to have a beginning first five kind of round plan. Uh, usually that means either three running backs and two mm-hmm. wide receivers or vice versa. Uh, this is, of course, keeping the caveat of stay fluid, read the room. Uh, but in other, other examples, throw tight end in there. So in no particular order after the first five, you know, maybe I want one tight end, two receivers, and two running backs. Kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with waiting on quarterback, uh, to be honest, um, but also helps prevent from waiting too long at one of the key positions. But yeah, remember, nothing is set in stone as we go back to the previous points. But uh, that's kind of how I feel about the first five rounds. I want to walk away with at least a cut two running backs, if not three. Depending on the format, PPR, full PPR, uh, uh, full PPR, you know, yeah. obviously tight end premium I, would change it. I would definitely want to walk away with a tight end within those first five picks. But generally, it's three, three running backs, two receivers, or vice versa. Yeah, um, I guess to my point, my my advice would be, and this is my personal philosophy, is that instead of doing that, I do more of a so, especially if I'm at the middle of the first round. I have usually three guys, three to four guys in mind that I want to draft. And usually one of them's coming, getting following to me. If not, then at the second that one gets drafted, I go, I go looking for another person to add to that list. Second round, same thing. I have three or five guys. The second I draft, I start scrolling down that pre-draft list and I look at the guys that may be available to me in the second round. I get three, I get three or four names in my brain. And that way, if something happens where I don't have one guy in mind because I've sat there and been like, Chris isn't going to draft, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley. There's no way he thinks he's injury prone. And then all of a sudden he does. And I'm just like, I have to sit there and stare at him for 20 seconds. Cause I'm <laughs> wishing death upon him, but you know, I'm using that 20 seconds where I could be like sitting there, like scan, 
you know, clamoring for a new guy in mind. Well, I already Did have it. another guy in mind. My guy's already in my brain. Well, you know, if I'm looking at ADP queue, right yeah. now. You know, I'm like, I, I'm like, Saquon's gone. Well, then I'm moving on to, you know, James Conner, I guess, or a wide receiver, you know. I'm moving on to Mike Evans, you know. Like, that's fine. I'm like, he's gone. Man, I really wanted him. No big deal. On to plan B. On to plan C, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, that's just something I do. I don't keep one guy in mind at all times. I constantly have a mini list of guys going going through my head as the draft goes along, you know. Don't don't get caught too caught up too much in, in like the the smack talk in the draft room or whatever. Be focused on your team, you know. Um, I've I've certainly got I've certainly got uh, let people get in my head before, so you know, be stay focused. You know, don't get the jitters too much. It's only a game. If you're if you're investing five hundred dollars into a league, make sure you can afford that five hundred dollars. Don't be putting money yeah. in that you can't afford. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of different points, but they kind of just flew together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got here, Chris? Because I have a couple more and that's about it. And then we can do a mock draft that you have no idea what kind of mock draft we're doing. I have about four, two of which are real quick bullet points, one of which is probably not even worth fire away. Out. Put them bullets anyway. in your gun and go ahead and start <laughs> right. shooting. It plays right into the B fluid. Read the room. Uh, don't be a slave to rankings or ADP. Moving on. Um, in a land of running back by committee, I like to focus on premium carries. So red zone and red zone extended, like within the 15 or the 20, et cetera. And also uh, pass catching backs, receptions and targets. Um, I think I have something to say about that in the next point. Uh, I feel like even in a world of running back by committee, there are more bell cow slash feature backs in the early rounds than previous years. Uh, the likes of Zeke. Akers, eh, a little iffy on that. Uh, Monty, uh, David Montgomery, uh, James Conner, Josh Jacobs can be found after the second round. That's worthy mentioning. Not the sexiest names in the world, but allegedly, technically, bell cows or what have you. Uh, yeah, inevitably someone will get hurt or disappoint, but generally there are a lot of guys. Um, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean wait too long. I generally like to walk away with two running backs in the first four rounds, but. Going back to earlier point, read the room. And you said you have a couple more, so why don't you do that? And then I have one more after you're done. Um, there it is. Oh, my la- my last one. Sorry, uh, is <laughs> don't specifically draft a guy with the idea of trading him. It rarely ever works out. If it's mm-hmm. if that guy's a quarterback and it's a one quarterback league, it never works out. Don't do that. If you don't want a guy on your team and you think that, you know, it's like, and don't, don't fall for this uh, draft day talk of if you draft this guy, I'll trade him to you. I'll trade whatever you player you want for that guy. You know, I really just want to like, don't fall for that because that person can easily turn around and just be like, nah, I'm okay. You know, I decided to go in a different direction. You know, these are, I'm used to drafting with a bunch of hooligans, so don't <laughs> fall for their stuff. You know, like I'm, right. I'm hope that the rest of you draft a lot more honorable people than I have played with in the past. I've been one of those people too, Chris. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't do that. Like, just get your boy and move along. You know, don't, 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 don't be like, well, I'm gonna. It actually leads to kind of my next point, my last point. Sorry, I said I had, that was my last one. Fine, but also. Don't and this kind of falls into the pigeonhole yourself umbrella. Um, or don't do that, I guess. Is that don't fill out your starting roster 
in your draft. Don't be like, well, it's the seventh round and I have I have three running backs and three wide receivers and you know, I need to draft either I need to draft either a quarterback or tight end and then after that I'm gone. Moving on to kicker and and defense. Don't worry about your starting roster. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I've seen guys do that and I've seen, and I've seen guys do it successfully, but the problem is natural. If you're new to it, it feels kind of natural that way. Yeah. The the problem with that is though, is that one of your guys gets injured and you don't have a lot of depth at quarterback or at running back or wide receiver, you know, like it's, it it can really, it can really hurt you. If you, if you draft that way, make sure you have depth because running backs are often injured. And wide receivers sometimes just don't pan out for various different reasons. I was just so, going to say, I couldn't agree more. You can you can never have enough running backs. You can never have enough. Um, having said that, Friends with Benefits will only have a maximum of four running backs per squad this year. Seriously? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> where, where was I? Uh, I got all those out of the way. I'm on my last one here. Uh this is this is running back specific. I didn't put that in the first sentence. Uh, some running back handcuffs are necessary, but try and focus on the ones that have some standalone value. A la Tony Pollard, AJ Dillon, uh, Walker in Seattle, if healthy, if it's healthy. Uh, Gordon in Denver, uh, you know, Carter slash Hall, New York Jets, Robinson slash Etienne for the Jaguars. Probably don't want to play the New England running back game, though. Uh, I am a huge Ramonja fan, but taking oh, taking the cheaper guys probably makes more sense in this situation, which I believe is Harris uh, is the cheaper guy at this point. Uh, but th- those are the names I want to name off. That's the advice I want to name off to round things out. Is what, what was that again? Some handcuffs right. are necessary. You you got to get them. You spoke about reaching a tad. Uh, don't reach far, but sometimes you got to reach for a Tony Pollard or an AJ Dillon. Uh, Dillon might be out of the cards because I feel like Dillon's going pretty darn high. He's nice. going high enough that he's not even a handcuff he's, anymore. Yeah. He's going, oh my God, he's the RB23 off the board. Wow. Heck, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm switching over to calculator here because that can't be right. There's a lot of Go hype around him. I, and I, I, I'm buying a lot of the hype. But again, I just, I just hand, some, some handcuffs oh you, you got to have. I believe a Chester, uh, is it Chester? Taylor? No. I think, no. I think Copper I was, Pot? The guy in uh, uh, Minnesota backing up Dalvin Cook. He's still there, right? Alex Alexander Madison. Madison, thank you. Yeah, Chester was like from like twenty years ago. There was the guy that played for the Vikings. Something like that. I said Chester Taylor. Oh, is that him? Yeah, it was Taylor, yeah. I believe. Um, no, that's my, another good you didn't example. Didn't get my Goonies reference either. No, I didn't. Sorry, Alexander Madison. Add oh. that to the list. Uh, but again, some of these handcuffs you gotta you gotta have them if you've got the number one guy on that team. But there's only a short list of them, and if you could please. If you be smart and focus on the ones that have some standalone value, so you're not sitting there wasting a pick. That's better. What what was I looking at again? Oh yeah, um, AJ Dillon, five hundred three, just above Ceh. Wow. And here's the stupid thing: Cam Akers still three hundred seven. What? I'm probably okay with AJ if I if I'm a non Aaron Jones owner. A manager, and I'm I, I'm probably okay with AJ Dillon as my third running back. Man, yeah, nothing. Yeah, seems seems a little too steep for me. Who's gonna catch the I'd, ball? 
Romeo Dubs. I, I, I hate this. I hate this this narrative of who's going to catch the ball. Well, it's got to be the running backs. I'm not claiming the running backs are going to have 150 targets apiece, but there's you have to agree with the point that there's targets to to be had. If you don't, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. No, okay. no. I'm, I'm and not who's one? Who's the top three receiving back in the not AJ Dillon? Who's the top three receiving back in the league? It's Aaron Jones. He arguably C- the best. C- I mean, C- CMC's coming back healthy. I'd put him at one. Kareem Hunt. Eckler or Kamara at two. No, Eckler. No, screw Eckler. Kareem Hunt. No, no. He's not going to get enough targets to be in you that You said receiving ballpark. back. I, you, didn't, you didn't say based on You didn't say based on Receiving targets, back will have more fantasy impact. Let's put it that oh, way. Okay. He's okay. great well, at catching the ball. He is. You're right. He is great at catching the ball, but not in the ballpark. You put it like that. I mean. I'm talking uh, about Eckler, CMC, Kamara, Aaron Jones. Yep. He's already out of the top three, though. So you said top and, three. Uh, I put him at three, hence why I'm, I said top three. But you just you just listen to him in no particular order. Oh. I think he's better. Hey, CMC, we'll see. But I put him at one. Uh, I put Kamara at two. I think I did previously a couple days ago. Yeah, anyway. Cook's really good. Yeah, but he's no Aaron Jones or CMC or Alvin Kamara. Josh Jacobs, again, right there. But I mean, Cordero next year. Patterson. Leonard Fournette. Yep. Nope. I'm just li- I'm I'm just listing receiving backs off the top of my head now, um, with the obvious caveat of Josh Jacobs because that guy is. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I'm just saying none of those guys are in the same tier as the Ecklers and the CMCs and there. I'm I'm really I'm really worried about that Raiders offensive line. I am extremely worried about it. How about the Cowboys' offensive line? How about the Jets' offensive line? There's no guarantee Dwayne Brown's going to be a freaking Pro Bowler again at his age. Eh, it's only Seattle, a tackle, though. I mean, Seattle. There's a lot of bad offensive lines out there. New York has looked uh, Giants. Let me be clear. Uh, Giants have looked a little better. I mean, it's preseason, but Jones looked really good. He did throw a pick, but anyway, offensive <laughs> that's, line. That's, that's just a that's just a foreign conclusion. That's going to happen. I mean, it hit it hit the guy in the hands. It wasn't the best thrown ball. You got a better ball. But anyway, I think we're, it's we're just bad. kind of we're going off the rails here. Oh, can we BRB um, real quick? Uh, let's finish up the the the, the podcast proper. And I'm assuming then... you're going to clean up that ending a little bit. And we'll just uh, we'll go with um, everyone, everyone listening you in podcast format. You can check out the stream 8 p.m. every Thursday. I don't know why we settled on Thursday, but we did. So we're going to miss some Thursday night football here and there. Um, but we will continue into the regular season. And Chris, what can they do to help us out here? They can like, share, and subscribe Mm -hmm. uh, to let us know that we're doing a good job. Or, hey, let us know we're doing a bad job. We like constructive criticism, and we're always here for that. Uh, And loud thuds. Give me more reasons to hate (laughs) myself, please. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Chris, where can they follow you at on the the socials? They can follow me at AFFB Chris. Hey, I remembered. I am at Josh AFFB. And I remembered as well. And, and the until, name and and until next time, y'all have a good night. Good luck in your drafts. Lega.